Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome to another episode of Get Jashed. I'm very excited to talk about this topic this week because given the state of many people's lives, uh, I would say at the moment, but it has possibly felt like this for a while, depending on your situation, also depending on how COVID went for you too, is this feeling of stress at trying to get everything done and everything just feeling super busy. Um, And I mentioned how COVID went for you because I know some people's experiences during um, the intense COVID years uh, is that it really slowed down because maybe their work didn't exist for a while or they weren't able to or for whatever reason it really sort of slowed down and that was part of the stress For other people, including myself, it kind of filled up a lot. I had a lot more to do in in useful ways. I was creating a lot more content and online was exactly where I was heading and COVID uh, boosted that in some way. So there are going to be different boats for different people in this case. But what I am noticing is that a lot of people are just overwhelmed with the amount of things to do. So I want to talk about how adding to my to-do list, but very specifically and intentionally actually reduced my stress levels because it's something that I have been personally trying to navigate uh, of late in particular as well. The last year and a half in particular, it's become uh, not a problem, but something that's needed my attention to do intentionally because there's just so much and it's only going to continue from here as well so when you are feeling overwhelmed and feeling like there's so much to do there's often you know a couple of different reactions that can show up one is like the stress reaction or response of freeze so we kind of like freeze and don't really know what to do (laughs) because we have too much to do. So it's really hard to do just one thing or anything. Um, the other is kind of kind of the flight, uh, the fight, sorry, response, where it's like you've got all the plates spinning and you're in this, this para, uh, you're in this sympathetic, I'll get the words right, you're in this sympathetic nervous response, right, where everything's heightened, everything maybe feels a little manic. And you feel like you've got all the plates spinning, but if you even pause to breathe and all the plates, all the shit's going to fall to the floor. So there's different responses to that feeling of, I have so much to do. And for me, it depends on, God, it depends on what the things are. It depends on the week, you know, where I'm at in my cycle. It depends on how much sleep I've had, all of the things. Sometimes I will be, sometimes I'm really good at just getting in and getting it done. And then sometimes, especially when it's prolonged, when it's sort of 
over a longer period of time, I will step more into the freeze and, and not even freeze as in, I don't know what to do. It's almost like I'm trying to do it, but my brain is just like, I can't concentrate because all I can see is all of the things, the list of the things that I need to do rather than be able to focus enough on one at a time to get it done, which makes it feel really frustrating on top of that because it means that (laughs) for me, it means that I could really want to get done and like be in the mode and go cool and then just sit there and struggle to even do anything which which perpetuates the the feeling of frustration and overwhelm because I've actually spent time and focused energy trying to get it done and that hasn't worked and oh my god if that doesn't work that's normally what works and if that doesn't work then I'm shit out of luck and how do I do anything and now I've just run out of more time that I had and now everything feels squeezier can anyone relate? <laughs> I feel like it's not just going to be me here, but that's what happens to me. And then I get what I call the brain squeezies. And this could be, uh, this could be like a neurodivergent, like an ADHD thing that happens to my brain sometimes, where if I'm trying to focus for too long on all the things, then I literally, I feel, I literally feel, not that it's literally happening, but I literally feel as if my whole brain is being compressed upon. <laughs> so it's not quite a headache, but it's, it doesn't feel good. It's, it's, it's a lot of strain and energy and efforting. And guess what happens when my brain is getting the brain squeezies? Not a whole lot I actually have to take more time to step away to reset that before I can get anything done and when you already feel like you don't have enough time you might feel like you're 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 tackling a losing battle or you're just pushing shit uphill all of these different things so I wanted to share that just so you had a bit of context on how it could you know show up initially in the first place because so many people that I'm speaking to are just feeling like they don't have enough time so I did say this was about how adding to my to-do list very specifically and intentionally reduced my stress levels this came about with uh, working with my one-on-one coach and I was working on this sort of feeling of like wanting to I'm in this real mode and I don't think it's actually a mode that's ever not been there, but it's pushed itself to the forefront of my attention and it it's, it's making me pay more attention to it. And that is this, this feeling of wanting to be in this creative, whimsical space, this, this whimsical, enchanted, enchanting, creative space and I just think of like forest being in the forest and in a cozy cabin I was explaining this to her actually it was kind of like cozy cabin in like amongst the trees but in the cold so I can have the fireplace going and note that this is not an environment I've ever lived in and it's actually not an environment I've ever visited in right like I've 
I don't come from an area that has a lot of well any snow and I and I have not really spent a lot of time with snow so this is just this fantasy but it's the, this whimsical feeling of oh, just getting into the earth <laughs> but being like you know cozy and protected and then and then letting creativity come from that so it's sort of where my my substack writing like that account has has sprung from because I needed something public that wasn't too you know like quote unquote business related like my articles on LinkedIn but it's still going to be about things that I talk about right but it needed to be more about my heart and at the same time in the same breath in the same conversation that I was having with my coach I was saying to her that I also have so many things to do that I want to do like you know that that don't allow me the time or energy whether it's like mental energy or mental time and space you know any of these things it doesn't really allow me to feel like I can get that cozy creative mystical whimsical enchanting sort of vibe going and 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 that's what I brought to the conversation that's what I brought to the session of what do I do (laughs) because I just want this but I also don't want to like stop doing anything else how do I do it all how do I do it all (laughs) and it sounds like an oxymoron it sounds like a well you know women in particularly um, but not exclusively you know we can have it all but just not necessarily all at once but how do I how do I satisfy these urges to be in a in 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 a certain vibe while at the same time satisfying I don't know if it's an urge but you know just the the contentedness and desire to be in the vibe that I am in when I'm you know delivering training or coaching someone and it is this balance I think that's what embodied leadership is all about which is why I train and coach it it's it is this balance and it's almost like the more that I'm training and coaching it more intensely so far this year the more that I am being called to embody it on a deeper level so I see this as like a gift as a bit of a blessing in the sense of well this is good for me but it's also a lot of work and what we worked through and what I ended up doing was uh, it was three things I think let's see how this number pans out it was three things one was um, because I teach yoga if you don't know that now you do I, I also teach yoga that's part of what led to my journey in this as well and last year had a very specific goal to it and it just didn't allow for a lot of space beyond you know like 10 to 20 minutes here and there at home to do a little practice or a breathing practice or a meditation practice with movement um, to actually go and have space held for me in yoga so I had started at the very end of last year I had started going back to my yoga studio you know once every week or two to just have that space to just be in that slow down 
that gentle and I definitely don't go to any of the stronger classes I'm not in that mode right now because I have gym for that mode but I go to I go to the gentle ones the ones that allow me that softness that I'm craving so that was one of the things that I added to my to-do list and it is a to-do but it was very intentionally that started to reduce my stress levels I'm not saying you have to add yoga exactly, but I am saying what I have done. I also just want to pause for a moment and just acknowledge you may hear um, construction noise. I wanted to record this, but there was no opportunity to do it outside of the environment where I'm in, where there just happens to be. So if you hear the heavy footsteps on the roof or the the drilling, I apologize. It's just what it is. Um, So I added intentionally yoga. And we were talking about how like there's space for me, there's space in community, then there's space in in creative denning. And that's really what came out of it. I feel like even though yoga is very much a solo practice in that sense, it's a community, it's a communal practice in, in going to the class and going to the studio and being around other people, having someone else lead it. So that's what came out of that. That's what I added. That's one thing I added. And notice that if we just pause on this one for a moment before I go into the others, notice that I didn't say I have to go exactly every week or I have to go exactly this day every week or anything like that. I just said I know I want to go more regularly. If I go every one or two weeks that I'm pretty happy that that's going to be good. And with that parameter, but quite loose parameter, that has been working because it means I'm getting a lot more out of the time, but I'm not feeling like it's an added pressure to schedule it in, you know, or to make sure it's scheduled in exactly when it needs to be. Everything is still fluid based on what I need to get done this week. This week that I record this in particular... I have a lot of um, kind of like background work admin things that I need to be doing with it, uh, with life, <laughs> I mean, uh, background life admin things. So, you know, and that's, and that's things that, um, that just need to be done, like a bit of bookkeeping, get, gathering things together then and, and having it done and then I will feel better. So I haven't been uh, making myself be working all day and then end the day at gym or at yoga and then get home right on dinner time and then feel the stress of not having done the thing I've been finding the balance of yep this afternoon like these two afternoons I'm going to work on that and then I'll go to gym and then I'll the next day I'll work on the afternoon and then I'll end the week with yoga so so I'm allowing enough space or fluidity in the space to get the things that are ambiently stressing me out or draining my mental energy in particular done and it just takes you know a little bit because it's it's not it's not difficult it's just tedious time consuming work so I'm allowing myself this particular week to do that and I've scheduled in a yin yoga class to end the week on Friday afternoon and that will feel really nourishing so I also have a bit of a goal enough to work towards so that way I'm actually getting the 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 admin life admin things done 
on time so that I can enjoy the yoga I've scheduled at the end of the week. And it's a very reasonable um, time frame and it's a very reasonable goal without pushing myself. It's just enough to make sure that I do get it done because it is not the first week that I've said, I'm going to get this done this week and then done literally nothing. So I had to change up the approach just enough. So I didn't, what I didn't do is add my, add that, that additional scheduling pressure to myself. I made it something that was very intentional, but felt almost luxurious still, like scheduling a massage, which I actually happened to do last week, partly because I had an injury, but also because it was just really nice to do for myself, to go for a sauna and a massage. So I was able to do that. So when you are looking at whatever it is for you, maybe yoga is not your jam, that is fine, but whatever it is for you, not putting the pressure on yourself, so then it feels a bit like a luxury. It's a little bit like the luxury of lighting all the candles and running the bath and going, oh, I'm doing this, even though it's technically another thing to do. It's this something that just feels like space because then you can actually step into it more intentionally and sink into it. The second thing I did was connect one-on-one with a fellow creative friend to get together and kind of just talk about our creativity. So for both of us, this was um, this is an old high school friend actually that I got to reconnect with properly and catch up with and we went out for coffee well went out for lunch actually and we are both creative types that was always our jam in high school and and we are both writers of sorts and we both desire to write from the heart so I can immediately speak in that language with someone else in a one-on-one setting so it's not this big social activity or this big social occasion it's this opportunity to really just step into almost like a little bit of like a coven if you will of creativity where I just get to be in this space and and we just get to talk about it because Sometimes it's really hard to bring yourself into the spaces that you're craving because you're not in that mode. So you kind of need a little bit of support for that. You kind of need a little bit of help or body doubling with that, right? So I work really well with body doubling when it comes to these things because like, I love being creative, but the way my brain also works, it wants to, well, it doesn't want to, but it just is in the habit of being in a in a quote-unquote work mode and it's not a bad thing it's just a thing that I am aware of so it's it just makes it a little more challenging for me to be in that creative mode so then like you know if I try to do that just on my own everything feels extra stressful so notice how I've sort of added this this coffee catch-up in this case it's for my creativity but again Whatever it is, for the, the thing that you're being urged, or like you feel that urge to do, inner urge to do, I've added in this coffee catch-up that, again, doesn't have the time pressure of, oh, we're going to catch up every week or every fortnight or whatever it is. But it's this knowing that, yeah, we're going to make this a thing. We're going to bring our little index cards. Like last time was just a catch-up. Next time, yeah, let's do it in a few weeks. Let's make sure we actually do it. 
and it allows me to just be in that space where I'm talking about that instead of talking about work instead of talking about you know business I get to be in that and I get to use all the mindset and embodiment work that I do in my work for myself and for clients in, and it lets me use that and bring it into this other space that is really important, this other part of me that is really, really important. So that's the other thing I did. And then the third was something for myself. So for me, that's when I can have days just dedicated to working from home, um, you know, and part of part of my work is naturally at home. Part of it's not. So it's making sure that I just get solid days like a couple a week working from home or space outside with the dogs, just fresh air in nature. Something for me that creates this sense of space that isn't adding to my to-do list overwhelmingly. So I do this by cooking myself breakfast because that's part of my routine, right? It's because I know that when I start the day with that space, without the rush, it works for me. But I do this by making breakfast and then sitting outside and while I'm eating it see I'm already doing a thing so I'm task stacking in a way for my brains so I'm sitting outside but I'm sitting outside I'm getting fresh air I'm spending time with the dogs just by proxy I am I am in nature in some way you know even if I'm not fully on a hike in a forest I'm in nature I'm outside I'm watching nature happen and that is something really important to me that is something that's really helpful for me and I for Christmas I got one of those swinging egg chairs which are just the best thing the most soothing sensory thing for me and it makes such a difference in the sense of just down regulating my whole nervous system making me feel like I have space because the more I'm rushing the more I feel compressed in my time and energy so it's really making a difference in that way as well so I know that you may listen to this and be like well shit I don't even know what my things are I'm not really a creative person that's not where my my urge is or my desire is that's fine I can only give you my example but have a think about what it is for you that you are wanting to do for yourself but you don't have time to so for some people that is going to be going to the gym and doing those really like um really really yang kind of works out like if we talk about the yin then we talk about the yang like those yang kind of works out the workouts the active things so you know some for some people it's going to be that some people it's going to be well I want to uh, get more into this hobby and you know do all these things that's whatever it is just if there is something that you just want to enjoy more for yourself but you feel like you don't have time really sit and and consider ways that you can sort of without pressuring yourself to have all the pressure or you know do all the things how can you explore it and kind of coax yourself into it so notice like how I said when I can meet up with a friend a creative friend and just talk about the thing then it kind of is coaxing my brain a little bit like you might coax a dog over in you're like oh look it's a little treat 
you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really allowing your brain to just explore it without adding the pressure of now do it because sometimes that's just overwhelming and we kind of get stuck and go, how do I, how, how do I do it? And then we feel like we've wasted more time, but not actually enjoyed it and not actually gotten anything out of it. And thus, you know, the cycle continues. So those are three ways. Do something in community with it. Do something with like, you know, have conversations with someone. Maybe you join a Facebook group where you just see conversations about it, right? Like there's something and then create parallel task time for yourself that makes you feel like you have space because space like we're not going to feel like we have more space by telling ourselves how much space we don't have we're going to feel like we have more space by noticing the space we do have even if it doesn't feel like how much you would like yet notice the wording there yet it's not how much I would like to feel yet and wow I can just enjoy this little moment of space which then makes you feel like you have more moments of space than what you did before because your brain is just working on confirmation bias it just wants to prove itself right so you have to direct it to notice the moments that you do have even if that space is when you're in the shower or when you're in the car on the way to work or on the way to an appointment or whatever it is whatever it is let yourself notice and acknowledge and breathe into that go oh cool look at this and it doesn't have to be extra time or things scheduled into your day it can be parallel to things you are already doing that is the trick that is the trick of feeling it in your body and acknowledging it and working with your brain in that way because remember it's not just mindset it's not just embodiment it's both and take that with you so that you can start to enjoy the things that you want to do even if it's just little by little rather than feeling like you're just constantly chasing your tail all right i hope that background noise was okay for you <laughs> it just is what it is and it was really important for me to get this episode out to you today because it's important conversation and i think we're just enough into the new year to start having it before we get too full-fledged into the busyness and the fullness of it. So take this with you. Let me know what you end up doing and what your desire, what, like what that inner urge was for, for you. And I'll chat to you next week. Thanks for listening to Get Chashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.